Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Right, Metro Retro, Thursday, November the 6th, 2014. 2014, Thursdays, goodness, 2014, that's a long old time away now, isn't it? That's yeah, nearly it 10 years ago. I'd have been in my early 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember in my early 30s, I um, I went for a, um, a sort of Biggles Flyers jacket that cost me a oh. lot of money with a very sort of, um, you know, um, uh, large collar. You know the collar that looks like um, what fluffy? Like, fluffy yeah, fluffy. Collar? Like it's it's almost so big. It's almost like I I was suffering from whiplash and I had a neck brace around me, and I was swaggering around West Sussex wearing that and um, didn't pull it off though. Uh, cost me a lot of money. Uh, Three hundred pounds. That is a lot of money in 2014 and now. Um, do you have a picture of that? I might put pop that on the. Uh... Or do you... you know, I'm not sure. I'm sure I can find a picture. I think my dad would have a photo of that. I don't think my mobile phone back in 2014 had a camera in it. If you have got a picture, I will try and put it on the um, on the Twitter. And who yeah. knows if people like it, you know, I'll go back into Biggles mode. I'm happy to uh, re-embrace it. I just lost confidence with it in the end. And I lost it during a move between flats. So I always had it in the background in my wardrobe. I'd open mm-hmm. that wardrobe up and I think maybe I should bring Biggles back. Um but, I mean, the, the neck was so, the actual collar was so intense, it used to give me a bit of a rash on the back of my neck. Sounds like you you sounded like a bit of a, like a, a mounted head on a wall or something. like with this. Yes, it this, was a bit like a mounted head on the wall, this, which is, wasn't the image. I never remember Biggles looking like a mounted head on a wall, but no. Dave Edwards did when he, um, you know, I guess I'm just not deep down a pilot, do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm trying to pretend I'm something which I'm not. Well, you know, uh, all the gear, no idea. That's a... That's, oh, that's, that's, that's a phrase. Remember. Yeah, it's a good phrase. Yeah, that, I remember that. That's my life. That might as well be on my my tombstone. All the gear, no idea. <laughs> Flipping heck. Right, okay. Uh, rush Hour Crush. All um, the gear, no idea. I'm, I'm, I won't go on about that. You've hit a chord there, Mr. Green. Well, I think, I think you've I have, uh, it was in, found it was the in core the, of the man there. Uh, Nigel Haver said it in the Cockfields. Nigel Haver said it, and I was like, oh, that's a good phrase. So Very good, <clears> just uh, good popped, phrase. I, I, I'm afraid, I think that one of the Either Joe or David wrote it. So, right, um, that's yeah. the name of my autobiography. <laughs> I've got to get an idea, then get the gear. Yeah, get the idea first, get the gear, but have no idea why you've got the gear. Yeah, you've got to keep uh, you've got to keep it juicy and sexy. 
Right, this one is I'm drawn to this one. This is the Smurf from Battersea. Does the Smurfette want to meet up one day for hash browns? Right. I mean, straight away, Smurf. I mean, we're looking for an almost blue vibe going on there. I don't quite know. Um, Smurfs are small. Smurfs are blue. Uh, Smurfs um, live in a village. I'm trying to think where the Smurf reference. Once we understand the Smurf reference, then we can start organising some kind of romantic arena of love for them. So do you think they were they were chatting about, oh, we're both wearing blue or something. Oh, we look like a couple of Smurfs. Do you think that went on? And that's why the reference to the Smurfs has appeared in Rush Hour Crush. Do you, well, does it sound like they've had a bit of small talk well, between them then? It's not otherwise just it's complete nonsense, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does. It does seem complete nonsense. Um, even when you said hash browns, bizarrely, I was thinking, is that linked to marijuana culture or something? Which I know makes me sound very much like I'm a man in the mid-40s. But I was thinking, you know, randomly referencing people as Smurfs during daytime commuter pedestrian traveling. Mm. Um, it does seem as though it's kind of like um, a sort of almost druggy reference. I know it sounds like I'm sounding very Mr. 44 reads the Daily Mail kind of vibe. But, but aren't hash browns just like a, a potato-y onion type? They are, yes. Kind of breakfasty thing. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So I've totally you, misread that. I you, looked at it through the uh, the Smurf lens with a lot of prejudice. I mean, you heard the hash bit, didn't you? Just I did. The hash. I did the hash, and the hash is brown. I've been told. Uh, I've looked at it on Google Image, and um, you put those together. And, you know, you're into hash. You like hash that's brown, and you start looking at people on the bus, and you think they're Smurfs. I that's think you're someone, right. You know, I think you're right. I think you are right. I think this is a drug fueled rush hour crush. It's a C-list narcotic love haze. So let's go with that. So these two, um, for want of a better word, junkies. Yes, have met, absolutely. Have met in Battersea, talking about Smurfs and lots of drug references. That's a code for more drugs, isn't it? The hash browns. Definitely, absolutely. Because Smurfs were all about um, having magic potions, weren't they? I haven't seen the Saturday yeah. morning cartoon for a while. There was a magic potion theme there, which obviously, you know, hash is your urban magic potion. It takes you out of reality. So there's two ways I think this can go. You can either go rehab or embrace the drug. Which do you think is the best way? Well, you know, I don't want to be controversial, but I mean, you know, um, goodness me, it's a hard one, really. I'm, I'm taking a, I'm going down a political uh, road here if I say... Okay. Um, it's only marijuana. Have a slap on the back and let's have a, a snog after a bong type of thing. But at the same mm. time, is that a bit controversial? Should they both go straight to rehab hand in hand? It depends. Are they looking for an evening of lust or do they want a long-term relationship? If it's a long-term relationship, um, it's all about building trust and building new um, you know, uh, boundaries together. And I think you can do that in rehab. Okay, so we're going down the rehab thing. So do, are we going to trick them? Do we say... Hey, come here. We'll meet you in Amsterdam. And what we do is we just bundle them into a van and drop them off at the Priory. Is that the plan? Do you think? Or absolutely goes okay. without saying. I think you know if you put them in, as, if you put them in challenging situations such as being uh, made a hostage, mm -hmm. um, it's only going to make love just even more. You know, think of Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz in Light and Day or whatever that film was called. Night you know and I mean? Day. Yep. Oh, basically, we're putting them in a Titanic situation, aren't we? Yes. You know, if a horrible you put two experience. In danger. Definitely. Yep. Horrible experience. You have to bond and connect. Yeah. So it's a shared experience. They go off to the Priory, get themselves, you know, through the process and then just see what happens. 
and they realize they're people, not smurfs, and they start a relationship, and they've got tons of money saved in the bank because they ain't spending it on hash browns. Yes, okay, well, perfect, right. Okay, uh, to the handsome Asian guy who gets a 7.44 a.m. St. Albans train. You always look upset. Can I cheer you up, little Asian girl? So there we go. There's she's uh, maybe he's just got a resting upset face. I know that people do have that, don't they? Do you know some people say I've got a face like that when I'm waiting for people at bus stations or train stations? They always say to I've had this said to me four or five times. You look quite angry. Are oh. you okay? And I wasn't angry. I, you know, I didn't. I wasn't, you know, uh, annoyed that someone had dropped some litter or that, you know, it was raining. I was, I was just sort of in my normal meditative state. Can I see but your rest, people... resting face now? Does that you seem just... angry? No, you just look like you're concentrating. And if, if you're listening to a podcast, you'd be even more. Yeah, I'd be like, probably even more like the browser would be down, like I was about yeah. to thump somebody, you know, one step away from GBH. And I'm only listening to James Acaster. Do you know oh, what I mean? I'm not planning to assault anyone. But people do say from afar, I look, you know, yeah, you look quite angry then, Dave. I, thought, I look, you know, I had to look around the uh, the train platform and say, people, you haven't annoyed me. I'm just, just just sitting and waiting. Just my face. I mean, that sounds like it could be the beginning of a rush hour crush. Did this develop any further, this chat? Or was it just a, did you just smile at them and then carry on? Oh, no, no. It was, it was always a friend. I've oh, never okay, had a member right. of the public come up and say, you look angry. Um, I've had members of the public walk away from me, probably because they thought I looked angry. But it was a case of, no, 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 it's never, it's always been someone I've, I've been waiting for. Okay, right. So it'd be like my friend Ryan will come up. You're right, Dave, looks, looks a bit angry there. Okay, okay, well. My face does look as though I'm being tormented by demons. Well, I mean, we've all got our own demons, haven't we? Some wear them on our cuffs, others just hide them within their soul. Absolutely, simple as that. Okay, so, um, so he looks upset and she wants to cheer him up. So she's obviously got skills. To, to cheer someone up she thinks she can cheer him up how can you know what is the best way i mean to i mean it sounds very um just a uh, cliche but i guess you know first thing in the morning to cheer someone up would be a coffee and a muffin but you've got to be a bit more when romance is involved mm. i mean that's what your boss would do if you felt as though you were um a bit down the dumps so, so I, no so go, sorry yeah inventive no no not at all something else more inventive to really how do you push dopamines in, out of the brain of a, of a man uh, into his skull? Dopamines being the uh, the chemical of happiness. So what, you, what you've described, the coffee and the donut or the muffin, is a kind of an unexpected act of kindness, yeah? Yes. So that's what I think she just needs to maybe follow him around a bit, see what he likes. You know, maybe he goes and gets a, um, a new pair of green trousers or something and he really smiles when he gets them and she thinks oh he likes green so she can get him do you know what i mean something like that just i think that's bloody brilliant you could then get him a, a green cravat or something to go with the green trousers that would like love that. that would be lovely because there's enough space it's not like full-on green there's a space between yeah, the, you, you know, you're not gonna look like the hulk yeah corduroy sort of thing so yeah, yeah i think that would definitely be a case and you know um he would say how did you know i bought some cr green trousers and uh, you know she could reveal i've done some homework i've been following you around town you know, something like that. But, you know, I've done it in a good way because you look so upset. Yeah, exactly. So there we go. So I think that would that would certainly cheer him up. So job done, box ticked. Absolutely. Right. See you next day on the, in the train station with um, a large box with a cravat in it. Wonderful. Perfect. To the man who looked like John Legend and exchanged winks and smiles with me on the number 16 bus in Leeds, bell me on that iPhone 6 cheeky, 
Girl with Hoop Earrings Leads. Wow, that sounds amazing. Hey, John Legends look alike. Winks and winks and smiles. Winks and bloody smiles. Do you, do you wink at girls? Absolutely not, because you know if it goes wrong, you could find yourself with mace in the face. You yeah. don't want to, you know. Um, it's absolutely not at all. I will only wink at someone after I've had a verbal contract that it's okay to do so. Mm. I mean, you know, I, I, think I yeah, I blink at girls, but that's all right, isn't it? Oh, that's better. I think I what I would do is I think you're quite right. I would I would um, repeatedly blink, get a feel that she's into it, and then stop blinking and then slyly go into a wink. Yeah. But you might be crying because if you blink too much, you get too much water in your eyes. Is that a thing? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, as I spoke through that um, scenario, I could see there would be problems with that. Do you know what I mean? But um, winking, wow, that's what I call romance Russian roulette. Uh, you just don't know. If you wink at someone and they're not happy about it, the thing is you can't take that wink away, can you? No. You could hand someone a rose, and if they don't want it, you could take it away, I don't know, put it in a bin or something, mm. um, or in your back pocket, give it to somebody else on the way home. Recycle um, it. Yeah, recycle it. You're quite right. You know, um, but a wink, once it's out there, you can't capture it like a like a fly in the sky. Do you know what I mean? It's just yeah. out there. I mean, I'm definitely not one of life's winkers. In fact, as a as no. a, I I'd, I'd, I'd have to say, if someone winked at me, it would be a bit. I I wouldn't like it. Have you ever been winked at? Um, I've been winked at uh, by a bookie in Arundel. Um, I had a friend who used to, to regularly put money on horses and things mm -hmm. and uh, we'd stand there and watch the TV. I didn't know what I was looking at. He was just into putting, this is years ago when I was at college and he would look at the TV and then look at us excitedly and give us a wink. And um, I well, think that... on occasions I winked back at him because I knew it was purely a platonical kind of only falls on horses where, you know, let's pretend we're Cockney's wink. Okay, Do you know so what I mean? It was kind of an Oliver Twist wink. It wasn't a basic instinct wink. So the wink meant, so this is going well? or Yeah, it was more like that. It wasn't like, you know, um, no one's going to be, um, you know, inappropriately touched behind mm. the bookies or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? There's nothing in that way. Okay, well, that's it, good to know. You know, it was more of a kind of a, a cockney wink. Oh, there you go, lad. You know, oh, number five is uh, over the hurdle. Just even do, even thinking about winking at someone gives me, like, the chills. It just, I don't know. I, I just find it really scary to, to I do. Had to do. I just got within me. Up. Before no. I winked him, I remember almost counting to three. He's giving me eye contact still. One, two, three, go for it, wink. That was pretty good. Yeah, that, that felt quite natural. You've got to do it with the, the head. Oh, the head. If your head doesn't well. go down with it, it's more like just a blink. Oh, dear. But, I mean, I'm not saying so I'm much. a professional at, at winking. That looked I mean? really God, good. That was a good. I'll try one now. I'm just a bit scared. No, that's perfect. Oh. The, the, uh, oh. the neck. Definitely. That's it fine. Because you cocked it down, didn't you? Didn't you? That isn't that a bit like a tick, though, like a nervous. It is tick. a bit more like a tick, and also we're doing kind of football manager winks to Gary Lineker. I mean, okay. there's nothing sexual about these winks. No, okay. you know, a, a proper wink to a lady. If you were DiCaprio to Kate Winslet across the Titanic deck, would be a very slow wink. Okay, how can you do a slow wink then? No. Oh, I see. Not. No. Like so the eye, the eye stays closed for longer. Got you. Yes. That's the so it's more like wink. a tender kiss as the eyelid eye goes down. It's like a kiss. That's nice. That's lovely. Oh, so you do across that in the, the head room. as you're doing it. And okay. then put the. I mean, I'm not a professional at this, so I don't want to mislead people. Do you know what I mean? But sometimes I lay in bed thinking about it, and it's best just to have a strategy for these things. It is. And that's how cats kiss. Cats kiss, they give you the slow blink like that, which means they trust you. So when Willow's doing that to me, kiss. giving me the cat kiss. 
it's good and it's good to do it like if i see emily across the room i'll give her cat kisses if i she's like across at a wedding once we we locked eyes and we gave each other cat kisses well i've never heard of that cat kisses that'd be a great name for a band cat kisses cat kisses yeah it's lovely it's kind of yeah Absolutely. so okay so to the man who looks like john Legend, you exchange winks and smiles so they both like each other they're both in leads she's got the bell me on that iphone 6 cheeky so he's, he's, we've established he's cheeky with those winks and smiles. Um, iPhone 6 as well. I had one of those for a while. Um, oh, very nice. So this cheeky, happy-go-lucky pair. What about the circus or something? Or is that crazy? I mean, I just thought, what's up? I mean, do you go down the John Legend route or do you just completely ignore that? I guess he wants his own identity. He doesn't want to be considered literally as some kind of John Legend lookalike. Or does he? Maybe he does. What do you think? Where would that lead us, though, if we were to go down the John Legend route? You go to, like, it seems very cliche, but a John Legend gig, mm-hmm. or um, does he have any musical talents himself? But I think the circus is probably best. I mean, he doesn't want to be completely suddenly aligned with a celebrity, because then she needs to start thinking about who does she want to date, him or Legend? Well, I think maybe I quite like the idea of the concert. So maybe they could go to the circus first, have a bit of fun because they're both cheeky. Yeah, and go absolutely. To the, go to the John Legend concert and she could arrange for him to go up on stage and do a duet with John, John Legend. That would be perfect. Absolutely perfect. And he could do that thing that celebrities do like, oh, God, who is it? Which is they which? love all that yeah, stuff. There's a clone like... of me that's not as rich or as talented, as mm. famous as me. Right. OK. Good deed feed. Thank you to the lady who helped me step up onto a small wall to see the poppies at the Tower of London on Saturday afternoon. She said she used to live nearby, Barbara, North London. So, okay, I mean, that's quite... (laughs) I mean, that's very nice of Barbara to write in, but... So the the lady who helped me up onto a small wall... So you need to somehow elevate them in life. It's all about elevation, that's the theme. I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? Like that—that's—that's that's a tiny thing to help with, but it obviously had a big effect on this woman because she could see the poppies, and you know, so that's sort of just a tiny little good deed like that, and it's made someone's day. She's written into the metro to say, "Thanks, Barbara." No, thanks. She's Barbara. So, yeah, Eddie, uh, I don't know what. It's you... Elevation in some vein. Do you know what I mean? It'd be a case of you know, what can I allow you to see that you were unable to see with your own eyes once? And uh, do you know, hot air balloon ride. Let's really elevate you above the people, almost elevate to a dangerous degree. So health and safety is not even involved. Do you know what I mean? We may not even survive this elevation, but let's go for it. Yeah, you get up there, you're having a look at everything, you can see everything, and, you know, that's perfect. Yes, that's a perfect good, good deed feed there. So, for some reason, this Metro, I've only got, I haven't got the first few pages, which is very bizarre. It is strange. I used to get that every now and then when it wasn't like, properly published or ripped printed. off the pages. I think they were quite a small company at the beginning, and then they slowly grew and became the uh, monopolising corporation they are as we we know today. Have I even got? I've got like to be, a... It's got to be said. I I read the Metro on um, Arundel Station on Sunday. Lovely weather, gazing down on me. Some um, some quite negative articles about Boris, and you know it's good journalism. I enjoyed it even today in 2022. It's a page turner. I, I, it's got a lot thinner than it used to be, hasn't it? Because I, it's I definitely up a got a lot thinner. Absolutely, I've been. I've, I, I can roll up and put it in my back pocket. It's that thin. So this is who am I? Yep. This could. This could be. This could be it. This could make it all over. Who will be the stars of the BBC's Winter Watch? Who will be the stars of um, 
This is what the first God, question you know, is. I don't know that one at all. That's that's very kind of. Um, <clears throat> um, I have no idea. Uh, Paxman might be one, not Paxman. Who's the one who's um, was in the Wild Show uh, years ago? Um, blonde hair. I imagine he'd be one of them. Uh, I can't remember his name. Pacman or something. Obviously not Jeremy Paxman. I'm not getting that wrong. What did you just Pac-Man. say? Pacman. Yes. What first name is that? Um, I don't know. I can't remember. It's just, you know, every now and then you've got a slight possibility that the name might be hidden behind something in your memory. But okay. right now my empty is just my memory is just an empty warehouse of a crow squawking in the background. It's just a wasteland. It's like a scene out of Mad Max. Okay, so. Uh... In the there's at this moment there's three blonde guys who are doing very well in Hollywood with this first name. Oh, Chris, Chris Packham, 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 Packham. There we bloody go, slam dunk. I know what it felt like to be Michael Jordan in the nineties. Very, Thank very you. good. You had that. High five with the um with the audience. You had that. Well, very well done. No, thank you. It was all teamwork with that one, mate. I saw a documentary about Chris Patman. He had quite a um, uh, a turbulent childhood, didn't he? And he befriended animals in his local forest, a bit like Tarzan. Um, but Tarzan was more focusing on apes and gorillas, whereas Chris was a bit more open to the local wren and hedgehog. And that's where he got his passion for animals. That's a that would be great, wouldn't it? Like a kind of a British Tarzan. That's yeah. I guess Chris Patman is like a British Tarzan. That's a good way of looking at it. I mean, if I had to pitch his story to a film company, that's how I'd certainly present him. I mean, that sounds that sounds amazing. I'd love to see that. So, um, okay, right. About swinging on vines. What's it all about, David? AKA Wonderful. David Guess. Do you like that one? I just introduced a new kind of. Oh, I thought it was going to go into David Guest territory. Sort David of Guest, like so this the man himself. David Guess, because you're okay, guessing. David Guess, well, they're yeah. all guessing, aren't they? Really, ignorant people don't even use my new name. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ignorant people don't even use my new name. That's going to be a celebrity like Prince who turned his name to something like Symbol. Mm-hmm. And it was a case of for crying out loud, meet me halfway, for God's sake. You know, um, I've announced this on Twitter. Uh, well, Symbol was probably way before Twitter. But I've done some PR. So, you, you know, I've given you the education. I've sent out the literature that I'm no longer called this. I'm now, Z- you know, I was Y, I'm now Z. So it's a celebrity changing their name and they're very irritated. Okay, so you touched on why it's changed. Do you want to double down on why it's changed? Has it changed? I think it's like... um, it's for either marital reasons or as an artist, they're entering into a new phase and they want mm. the name to be So different. which one are you going to go for of those? An artist going into a new phase, like Kenya West, K- Kiar, Kenya West. Quite sound as I'm doing karate in the mm, background. Yeah. Um, well, Kenya it's... West. <laughs> Pronounce his name? Um, Kanye. Kanye, there we bloody yeah. go. Kenya, that's how Kenya, I, that's yes, how I, I usually can. discuss it yeah. when with the kids okay. hanging out with J-Lo on the blog. You know, that's okay. Brilliant. Right, well, I'm, f- I'm afraid you went for the wrong one. It's, uh, it's the it's, marital one. It's X-Factor judge Cheryl Ferdinand... Oh, my... I can't even pronounce it. Ferdan, Fernandez Vassini has branded people ignorant for not using a new married name. God, me, you know, for crying out loud, me is halfway... Thing is, though, if I forgot to use her marital name, um, I don't know if that's ignorant, but if it was my actual mother-in-law or it was a cousin, it depends who they're talking about. Do you know what I mean? If it was my bank manager and they had the documents in front of them with the new mm. name on, that would be ignorant. So I think she just needs to be very clear about who she's saying is being ignorant. You know, how close within a personal circle, who is she getting a gun out and shooting? Well, yeah, because if you've been known as one name for so long there's of course people are going to keep calling you that it's like habit isn't it for goodness sake come on cheryl chill out i mean if i suddenly change my name to um it is irritating yeah you know what i mean that'd just be how much homework you're having to get everyone to rewire their brains what would you change your name to sorry uh dangerous or you know denzel maybe something like denzel dangerous denzel yeah dangerous denzel and then everyone having to like you know relearn my name that's a lot of homework for a lot of people Mm. Well, yeah, you your did... house is on fire, but you still don't come out because they're shouting David. It's like, well, that's not my name. No, forget it. I'm not coming out until you get my name right. Were you going to be, was David the only choice for your name or were you going to be ever going to be something else? I don't know if that's ever been discussed. I think it was David because I was named after my uncle. Mm-hmm. So I think it, I think David was always in the bag. I think, you know, if I came out the, uh, the water slide of life with the genitals of a man, mm-hmm. David was always going to be the uh, the name for me. I was possibly going to be Timothy. Oh, I could see you pulling off Timothy. Oh, Definitely. pulling off Timothy. In Absolutely. The, oh, that's in the corner. oh, Waddlewin Festival Ad War. Waddlewin? Festive, sorry. Waddlewin Festive Ad War. So, Waddle, so basically saying... Um, it's basically saying who will win the festive ad war? Will it be John Lewis again, once again, or Martin Spencer's? But within this particular ad, a mm. duck appears. Hence the clever turn of phrase. And I take my journalistic hat off to the Metro writers using the word waddle. 
uh, either there's a character who is um, an alcoholic in one of these ads and can only waddle because he's too intoxicated, uh-huh. or if there's a Doug, a, a Doug, <laughs> a man called Doug, and that's the alcoholic, there's a duck who can only, um, you know, not because he's drunk, he or she is drunk, it's because evolution has handed them this mode of walking and the style of waddling. So it's either that someone waddles in one of these TV commercials mm-hmm. that people are pretty confident is going to um, turn heads come the Christmas advertising section. We, we are November the 6th. We are, you know, the Christmas ads will God, start. doesn't Christmas start bloody early, Captain? Mm. November. Doesn't it? I've been in one Christmas commercial for Lidl, and we filmed it in August. Wow. And that was... A, that in was, August. Yeah. So right now, as we speak, people are filming Marks and Spencer's Christmas ads. Yeah. yeah. That's it, crazy, isn't it? Kids are in, like, Sonic mm. the Hedgehog pyjamas unwrapping presents right now. And it was probably, you know, they probably had meetings about it in February or something to get it signed oh, off. Goodness knows when, because it's the big it's, thing, isn't it? Well, well, apparently, people like Marks and Spencer's, that's the only time they make a profit is Christmas, because the rest of the time, they're such a massive corporate juggernaut. Goodness me. But they're just ticking over sort of thing. Goodness me, so you were in a Little's mm. TV commercial. That yes, I was. Stuff. Little School of Christmas, and it was very fun to, to make. Um, right, so you, you are correct. Wow. Um, you don't know it yet, but you're going to lose your heart to a little boy and his waddling penguin pal this Christmas. You just got that. It's a bird waddling. Oh, okay. Nice. Or so one retail giant hopes. Today sees the start of the Battle of the Festive Ads with John Lewis, the first to show its hand. So it's a John Lewis ad. Very, very correct there on, the, on that one. Right. Wonderful stuff. Right. Hang on. And I do remember that CGI penguin and it did melt my heart. Oh, it was nice, wasn't it, that one? I remember that. Yeah. And I'm not being ironic or cynical or sarcastic. I did, I wouldn't say I fell in love with the penguin. I didn't dream about it at night, but it definitely gave me a warm feeling every time it came on the screen. So, you know, that's worth a TV license. I've really been trapped. I've really been trapped. That is a person that's been trapped in a wheelie bin, and it's well known that they are they have got in, in, intense health and safety issues. Now, I have not seen an actual human being trapped in a wheelie bin, but I nearly did see it in action. There is an OAP on my street called Clive, and um, he was leaning in to a uh, wheelie bin to get out. I think he um, dropped his false teeth in there. No, it wasn't false teeth. There's a brand of biscuits he really enjoyed. And um, he wanted to go and find the packet again to remind him what this specific brand was. Something as random as that. And he was leaning in. And at one point, he leaned too far. And the base of the wheelie bin was just at his waist. And his legs went up for one second. Goodness me. And Careful, point, Clive. I took, over, I took over and I said, Clive, enough's enough. I brought the wheelie bin down. And I didn't go in and get the biscuit wrapper. He could do that himself. Do you know what I mean? He's not that old. If he's that, you know, obsessed by his confectionery snacks. But I thought to myself, if you'd gone in for another lean, you know, that would have trapped you. That you would have fallen yeah. into that head first. You wouldn't have survived it. He would have so killed him. Goodness me. Yeah, absolutely. A blood clot to the brain. And uh, no one had found him. I think his legs would have crumbled. And then the, um, the wheelie lit bin lid would have closed on him and it had turned into a type of tomb until the recycling people had turned up oh dear poor old clive i don't like to think of him like decomposing in that um that wheelie bin so okay this is what happened this is rubbish says gran imprisoned by thoughtless workers basically this um this gran 
has just ha- had her entrance to her house blocked by wheelie bins, and they put it in the oh metro. Oh my gosh! Mm. So it's like a like a um a low budget Dalek attack. You suddenly yeah. open the door, you're surrounded by all these um enemy bins surrounding you. She can't get out. There's a picture of her. I mean, there's a walk. I think she probably could get out, but she might have dodgy hips. She's got a like a walker, one of those walker things. So it looks like she's stuck. But how oh, that is a that's a bit of an that's like something out of Dare the Triffids. You wake up one morning, you're surrounded. It could, yes, it could. It's quite horrific. I mean, if there was more out the back door as well, it would be proper terrifying, wouldn't it? It'd be like, what what have I done to these bins? God, they've turned on me. Artificial intelligence has arrived, not in the form of Arnold Schwarzenegger, but the form of you know electronic bins. Right. There's a there's a there's a whole article in this one about life and style. Now, um, there's something about pooches in pullovers. That's the name of the thing. What do you think about dogs wearing clothing? Are you I think um, it's, uh, I would say it's probably, see, the thing is, I've got two elements. I love seeing a terrier wearing a hat. If I saw a terrier wearing a, a miniature fedora or a baseball cap, I'd definitely stop and look. It'd really, you know, brighten my day. But also it's quite cruel. Do you know what I mean? And also it's a case of, um, it's almost like when someone puts a, um, a sticker on your back saying, you know, this guy's an idiot or kick me. Because mm-hmm. you're not aware it's there. So it's like the joke's on you. I don't mm. even think um, the Terriers are aware that they're wearing a um, an army beret. Do mm. you know what I mean? And also, I when they are aware, it's just because they've got this enormous weight on their head. Mm. So I don't think it's particularly comfortable for them. If they wore them in the wild, if Chanel was part of what a wolf pack would wear in the middle of um, Canada forest, fair enough, but I don't think so. But at the same time, it's like anything, isn't it? I can see why people get involved in it. Do you know what I mean? I saw a poodle wearing a, uh, a polo neck jumper um, oh, it was about eight months ago. And uh, yeah, I thought it was just great. I nearly fell off my, my conveyor belt uh, staircase as I was coming up and down. You've Tesco. got to be careful on those conveyor belt staircases. I know. Particularly um, got poodles in fashion wear. Because some, like my mum has chihuahuas and sometimes they have a coat because it quite, gets quite cold. So they like the coat. But this just seems like a, it seems like a kind of a, like a tweed jumper i don't know i'm i'm i mean as long as the, as long as the animal in question isn't uncomfortable or made to look too foolish but some of those you get some of those pictures where the dog's wearing like a, it looks like it's got feet at the front if you look at it oh my god yeah absolutely a lot of them I've, i saw one in brighton dresses yoda like that so uh, it looked like it was a labrador um dressed as yoda sat on the floor it was quite an impressive illusionary trick I found myself wandering around the dog, trying to work it out like it was a Darren Brown mind trick. And I looked at the owner and I said, oh, that's clever. I can see what they've done there. Did they spray paint its face green? They didn't, actually. They didn't go the whole hog, which is unfortunate, really. It was lazy. lazy. Yeah, very lazy. It's easy to get some Marvel Hulk green face paint in the Asda Asda toy section. It's easy to do. Okay, do you know what was the top ten number one TV show on this day? Shall I describe it? I've never heard of it. Yeah, go for it. Okay. 2014. Despite viewing figures having rather gone the way of Thomas Farina's Pudding Lane Bakery, um, Tom Brad Bradbury's historical romp has been great fun and pyrotechnics spectacular. In tonight's finale, Thomas and Sarah face up to the devious Denton, while Charles II mans up when the crowds turns mutinous. Have you heard of that? Do you know what that it's is? It's not Wolf Hall, is it? No, it's the Great Fire. I've never even heard of that. 
Yeah, that rings a bell. Oh, okay. Very, very vague, vague bell. But, um, yeah, well, I've not heard Only because I had a friend who was writing a script about the London, uh, Great London Fire, and he was like, oh, someone's got in there before me. Well, it was right. um, Absolutely. Good-looking people running away from flames. Who doesn't want to tune into that? Hot stuff. Okay, so um, a job interview, and this is for um, a pipe fitter. Mechanical and electrical contractors, we need pipe fitters. Thank you for coming in. You look very smart. Thank you. I like the colour of that suit. Uh, we'll probably uh, supply you with overalls for the pipe fitting, although you're very well turned out. There's no no doubt about that. So I've just got a few questions before we um, before you get the job, of course. Um, I'll just get this awkward question out of the way first. Is Why are there so many gaps in your employment history as a pipe fitter? You know, it'd be good to know. Um, I think primarily because I am just fascinated in a whole range of different pipes. You know, if you focus just on um, repiping toilets, it's just that same U-bend pipe. That's it. Mm -hmm. And I just get distracted and I'll, um, you know, I'll be, uh, I don't know, um, walking past uh, a, a larger gas factory and I'll see gas pipes. Mm -hmm. And I just think, God, why am I dealing with bloody U-Bend toilet pipes? There's gas pipes out there. There's, um, you know, there's pipes in hospitals keeping people alive, you know, I don't know, for stomach pumps. Mm -hmm. The world's just full of pipes. One day I woke up in the morning and suddenly realized whilst urinating, I'm filled with pipes. Do you know yes, what I mean? you're, you're a know, pipe. Pipe 24-7. Yeah. So I think um, just limiting yourself to one type of pipe can just drive you crazy. It's mm. almost like um, a sex addict who's just got married. I can't be married to one pipe. There's too many ladies out there. That metaphor works. So the so the grass is kind of always greener type thing, like yeah, definitely. You know, it turns my head. But I think with this job, there's going to be a far wider range of pipes right. to keep my appetite for this particular uh, sort of a niche this, uh, interest addiction, um, yeah. al addiction alive. I mean, it's good that you, you're dedicated to pipes. That's that's what we, we want in this in this uh, job. But I, 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 so do you think you've um you've kind of chilled out a bit now? I mean, I don't want to employ you and teach you all about our pipes, and then for you to just go off and start looking. No, at I think I've tubes, had my um, you know. I think I've had my summer of love with pipes. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I think I've um I've gone out. I've had the nectar. I've um I'm ready to settle down. I'm ready to marry a pipe. But you still like pipes. Oh, I'm still, you know, pipes are what I'm about. Cut me in half, you'll find pipes. Well, literally, do you know what I mean? Because, you know, that's how the biological system works. But also spiritually, there'd be a pipe. So spiritually, um, you're a pipe. What? what yeah, spiritually, I'm a pipe in the sense that, you know, that's my political ideological outlook. Do you know what I mean? Where would we be without pipes, for crying out loud? Hmm. So how does that apply to politics, though? Like, you, you say you politically, you're a pipe. Well, it's almost like it's not so much politics. Politics is what keeps society going. Yes. And if there weren't pipes, I mean, once you do a number two, you know, if you ain't got a pipe to shoot it down, that's just going to stay in your lounge. And that's going to create quite a, a negative uh, odour. Mm. Uh, the same as you need to wash your body. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you, if you buy yourself a bottle of Ribena, you need to dilute that. Give me a pipe. So, you know, pipes are just bloody everywhere, for crying out loud. That's, what I, that's what I tell my wife. Without pipes, where would you be? Yes. We, we wouldn't be in this house, that's for sure, because pipes have got what got us here today in my, you know, page. No, that's no, quite house. right. That's well, yeah. how I agree. Um, 
What was the reason for leaving your last employee? As I said, oh, yeah. just basically, you know, um, basically always seeing a better pipe around the corner. So there's always Simple a, as that. So, you know, they just weren't supplying you enough variety of pipes and you were like, no, oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm out of here. And they were sad to see you go, were they? Because I will be calling for references, of course. Oh, massively sad. I mean, we've got, we're talking about people grabbing hold of my legs and me dragging oh. a full grown man through an office. And me saying, no, toilet pipes aren't doing it for me anymore. I want gas pipes. Goodness me. You know I mean, it's as simple as that. Oh, definitely. Don't worry about that. There was uh, many a tear. Many okay. A tear. Well, I hope you still keep in touch with them because it sounds like they hold you in a very high regard. Yes, absolutely. You know, birthdays and Christmas cards. I don't turn up in person because um, it can become a bit awkward with the fanfare. But I will just, um, you know, there'll be postage involvement as in, you know, okay. just basic correspondence. Okay, well, that's nice to know. Maybe the odd email and the like on social media and the like. Okay, so yeah, it's let's more just, like a like on social media. Let's just maybe move away from obsessing about pipes for a minute. But have you ever had to fire someone? Um, I've been. I've had to fire a pipe, but not a human being. You fired a pipe. I've had to remove a pipe from a room. Oh, because I they see. Weren't doing so their job. It, what the pipe was ineffective. And yeah, so it was you, ineffective. It wasn't doing its job. You got rid of um, it. I could see that there would be a far more um, aerodynamic, more effective pipe mm -hmm. uh, as I was flicking through its catalogue. And I had to do what any good manager would do, swoop in, remove the pipe, give it its P45 and send it on its way. And what did you do with the pipe afterwards? Did you destroy it or did you give it a new position? Um I destroyed it ultimately. You can't uh, reap it because a pipe is only part of one family. It's very mm -hmm. hard to take a pipe out of a family and then place it in with another family okay. afterwards. So, so the it, pipe, unfortunately, was destroyed. Well, in actual fact, not destroyed. I took it to a dump and it was recycled into another pipe. So it's um, – what do the Buddhists believe in? Reincarnation. reincarnation. The pipe was reincarnated from perhaps like a toilet pipe to a, I don't know, a bomb. doesn't matter. But the thing is it's, it's turned into another pipe. It's, it's, dead. it's been given another chance. It's been given another chance and a new leash in life, parallel it's world. It's absolutely wonderful. Those, I mean, those are the best answers I've heard this morning. I don't need to see anyone else. The job is yours. Thank you. Thank you. You're, you are welcome. Um, right, okay. Well, I, th I think that's everything then for, for Metro Retro. On, uh... Thank you for your time, Captain. Thank you very much. That, that's all right. So what was the... Oh, yeah. So uh, Thursday, November the 6th, 2014. That's what we've just done. Thursday, 2014. Um, I think there was a lot of love on the actual... Um, on the trains and the buses during that period. Uh -huh, Lots absolutely. of people kind of um, giving cheeky winks. A lot of people quite open with their romantic... Um, kind of flirting because usually it's just like oh I, I saw him and i liked him there's a lot of winking and smiling so on that day obviously i can imagine well, which month was it that was november so yeah I, I, have, I have a vision of it being a summer's day really but obviously it was a gray gray november we had winter watch on the way i don't know what the bbc commissioner was thinking there because um, that doesn't fill my cockles with glee a winter, winter watch. watch oh we had that cgi penguin all is forgiven i love that john lewis cgi penguin yeah, and also, so um, we've got um, do do please uh, uh, was it? What do you do with Twitter? Do you like? No, you follow, don't you? Do please follow us on Twitter. We're uh, at Metro Retro Pod. So I keep forgetting to mention that Metro at Metro Retro Pod on Twitter. So that would be good. And um, that that's all from us. Thank you very much. Thank you. Take care, people. Thanks for listening.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.